Hey everyone, Alon here. Just wanted to thank you for listening. Um, before we get started, I wanted to say that if you'd like to participate live or if you'd like to get the real full experience with video and everything, make sure to subscribe to the LA Blockchain Summit YouTube channel or LinkedIn page to get the alerts and to participate. Um, also wanted to say that we have over 100 events planned for this year. And so if you would like to participate, learn about blockchain, no more excuses, go to drapergorenholm.com and click on events and check them out. Also, if you're an early stage startup in the blockchain space, please make sure to submit your company to us at drapergorenholm.com. We want to be the first check into your company. And so without further ado, I will give you our episode number one with Ziv Kanan from Symmetria. We talk about digital securities or also known as security tokens. Um, Ziv is the founder of Symmetria, one of our portfolio companies. It's a really, really good one. Uh, thank you for joining us and uh, hope to see you soon. Boom, we are live. I still have to change that intro to have more exciting music, but welcome to uh, What the Block. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Alon Gorin. We're, we're also now uh, releasing this as a podcast. If you are online, make sure, uh, if you're seeing this, you know, the, the, the recording live, then, then welcome. If you're not seeing it live, join, uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and the LinkedIn uh, channel for LA Blockchain Summit so you're notified. And if you're watching this live, you could go to those places and actually comment and we can bring your comment on screen and all that fun stuff. So, so join us uh, online at the LA Blockchain Summit channels. Um, welcome Ziv uh, Kanan to the show. Uh, Ziv is uh, one of our portfolio company founders, but, but even more excitedly, he's one of the pioneers in the digital securities, security token space. Uh, welcome Ziv. Thank you Alon, pleasure to be here. Excited to have you, and uh, thank you for being up a little late. You're you're in Israel, um, and and we're here in the states. But so so first off, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your background? Um, you know, uh, so that the audience knows knows who who you are. So thanks, uh, thanks, Alon. I give you uh, in a short my background. Uh, I was a securities and a corporate lawyer for many years. Uh, about four years ago, I uh, started my own practice that uh, was focused on fintech and blockchain uh, technology. Um, we immediately, uh, immediately started uh, we're partnering with two uh, other uh, wonderful uh, American lawyers, and we started Security Token Lawyers, actually, in 2000, January th 2018. So uh, we had the opportunity to see this uh, industry emerging, actually. like. Uh, from uh, you know a group of like 30 to 50 enthusiastic that thought that all uh, securities uh, will be tokenized to uh, you know those uh, uh, big conferences that you were part of uh, and arranging them actually um, and and we saw the industry grow um, until today basically where the um, where now we have seen the participation of big uh, banks, financial institutions, exchanges all over the world, uh, which are actually adopting this uh, technology. 
during the years, I've done um, uh, many uh, blockchain projects. I've been a legal counsel for uh, ITO, one of its uh, leading uh, projects. Um, and I've been the CEO of uh, Onera, um, portfolio company of uh, Draper Going Home, uh, which builds the in institutional investment network using uh, DLT technology. And of course, Symmetria is also utilizing that network. Awesome, awesome. So, so uh, you know, speaking of events, I'm going to throw this. I was going to save this for the end, but I'm I'm too excited with all these controls that I have. I'm throwing this up on the screen because I'm I'm very excited that over this year, 2021, we uh, Draper Goren Holm has uh, about a hundred uh, events or live things happening uh, where we're going to be talking about different blockchain topics. And uh, the next one actually is security token focused. That's the one in the bottom left corner, security token summit. We're bummed that we can't do it live and in person like we uh, have done in the past, um, but it's a really, really incredible and exciting event. So make sure you join Ziv and Onera and Symmetria will definitely be there. Um, and and I'll give some more plugs to the other events at the end of the show. Um, so so Zee, you you're sort of in this industry from the beginning, and uh, and we you you mentioned you know all securities will be tokenized um, and digitized, and I think that we all sort of believe in that. I think that when I was raising money for my first startup over ten years ago, we thought that we were being innovative because we, you know, I, I remember I had a sign now on my phone. Some people were using DocuSign and I don't know if I printed any of the, the fundraising docs for the company. Every Almost every single investor signed digitally and I signed every doc digitally and I thought that meant it was a digital security. So, <laughs> so you know, I think that there's a wide spectrum of what people think is, is truly digital and digitized. Can you give a high level overview of, of, in your mind, what is a security token or what is a digital security? Yeah, so digital security is basically the same security just with a digital wrapper. So it's, it, there's no question whether it's a security or a utility. Uh, what we basically did, um, we look at, you know, and, and how, um, you know, private markets are behaving right now, which is a very inefficient uh, way. So you mentioned before your fundraising process and how 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 you managed to do the signature digitally. So I think you made the you know the the fundraising process a little bit more uh, digital um, in your case. But but the fact is that if you want to transfer a share from one person to another, um, you know it will take time. It would take a lot of procedure. It would take a lot of lawyers that would have a lot of things to say. And they would move from one another, you know, asking each other questions and billing you time. And, you know, the fact is that if you have a digital security, like a digital share, you could treat it like you treat your ETH or your Bitcoin or any other digital uh, asset that you currently hold. And this is the vision that we see for uh, security. We see the vision for security as we see it is that you will have your electronic wallet and then you will have your Draper going home shares. Um, and then you could also meet your uh, your audience and your um, uh, and the people that you business with that want to take take part of uh, Draper going home. Um, and when you want to move a share from one person to the other, it would be as easy as sending uh, an, an ether 
from wallet, one wallet to another. And, and of course, when you see this industry at scale, then it means that all um, trading platform would be uh, digital and would have the same uh, trading standards that you see today from crypto exchange. For, so for example, like the 24 hours seven, uh, you know, when we trade crypto, you know, we tend to forget this is not how exchange work. You, you go to Israel, for example, the exchange started 9 a.m. and it's closed about 5. And then, you know, so when you wake up alone, the, the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange is <laughs> actually closed. And, and, you know, why is that? You know, if you want to be exposed to that market, if you want to ha have trades on that market, why, why is, has to be closed? So, we, you know, so some of the standards we, that we see from the digital asset um, world we, would be definitely imported into uh, the, the, securities, uh, the securities space. Um, and, you know, a lot of processes that are currently done, like manually even, you know, like uh, post-trading trade uh, clearance settlements, that, that would be done also uh, uh, digitally and instantaneously, the way that, you know, you trade on, on crypto exchange, for example. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild when you're sort of a digital native. Uh, you, you've been doing securities law for, 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 for many years. I only got into learning about securities laws because the platform I wanted to launch about 10 years ago um, was breaking all the securities laws. <laughs> and so I had to learn about, about it. But it is for, for digital native people, it, it seems absurd that, that you know, a, a, something like, like a stock exchange could be closed. You know, like it, you go online, you open up your Robinhood app or, or whatever uh, at, at two in the morning, you should be able to buy and sell. And, and you know, that, that does happen now, but with, uh, when it comes to things with, with maybe lower liquidity, and and things like that, you you know, stock markets close. There's after yeah, they, they close they close on holidays. They close. We had a day where there was an employee strikes uh, yeah. in Israel, so they closed the exchange for a whole day. You couldn't exchange <laughs> shares in Israel because the employee went on strike. Uh, so uh, definitely, you know, this <laughs> there's, there's, something has to go. You know, it couldn't stay the way it is right now, right? It's uh, you know we've seen an uh, a new standards and 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 you're right that um, you know the most liquid assets right now are crypto assets and and but but you know when you come to trading securities as well there's many liquid assets that would enjoy like a twenty four seven trading. Yeah, it's 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 really wild. So so there's there's the part of the twenty four seven trading. There's the part that it's digital and easy, more easily transferable. But what about the so so you know, I, I I when I present our fund a lot of times I talk about our DeFi startups which are sort of like like I speak like an Israeli when I'm explaining it I do this with my hands <laughs> uh, but you know the in DeFi you're sort of circumventing regulation and, and things like that not not to say that they're doing anything that's fraudulent or anything like that but but they're avoiding regulation and then in the digital securities or security token idea which is sort of the other end of the spectrum is is hitting the regulation head on and using technology to streamline that process make it easier for the companies make it easier for the investors but you know how do you deal with regulation in different jurisdictions israel has a different you know has different securities law than the united states versus uh canada versus uh you know um the eu versus you know uh nigeria 
you know, so how how does digital securities fix this, and how do they you know deal with that? So first of all, you, you're right. You know about the difference between DeFi and uh, and uh, digital securities. Uh, it's very different space. You know, DeFi is running really fast. Uh, you you couldn't catch me, but eventually, you know, the regulators wake up and they catch. It. Uh, so like this, uh, and and this, you know, the 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 chase begin again. We saw it with the ICO. Uh, then the, the regulars crack down on ICO, so there's no ICO anymore. Uh, with DeFi, we're trying to pretend that, you know, it is out, outside of AMA laws and so on. Eventually, you know, the regulators, and we see it in the state, would uh, uh, require every wallet, every digital wallet to have an AML uh, KYC. Then it's, you know, that is out of the door. So this is, in uh, security space, is really different. You know, the idea of... Uh, uh, of the securities, uh, digital security space, basically just taking uh, the old world, you know, and presenting a new paradigm for this, uh, uh, for a new world and, 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 and the use of the same, but the same technology, the same s smart contract, and sometimes even the same, um, uh, you know, the same methods that we see. So, for example, like the bonding curve that you see on exchange like as Bancor, for example, could be used in the equity space and could add a lot of value where there's automatic market making mechanism. Uh, this is definitely something which you can import when you have digital securities. Um, another thing is that we're gonna have very soon, like, uh, you know, like Omni it's called now, like the, the Libra, the former Libra. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're gonna have like a digital currency, we're gonna have CBDC, um, and 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 when you have digital currency, then you need assets to interact with those digital currencies. Those are digital shares. Um, and, and in terms of how we handle with, with you know with uh, you know with the fragmentation of regulation, which is what you mentioned, where each place has its own. You know, first of all, it's really pretty. You know, like um, why why can't regulation be harmonious? Uh, it's not that the Israeli knows more than the, you know, the SEC, like a Israeli Securities Authority, and I have a lot of conversation with them about it. You know, like in the in in the U.S., the definition of accredited investor is like easier than the definition of accredited investor in Israel. <laughs> like accredited investor in Israel has to have a capital of about uh, three million dollars, while in the U.S. you had like one million dollars, and then. You know, you introduce now a new test, like an experience test and, and so on. So it, it is strange that you have uh, this uh, legislation, different legislation in a very global world. And I hope, you know, with time it would change. But, um, you know, lawyers know how to handle this. That, that's what I'm going to say. Like, we, we, we know how to handle the different uh, legislation in every place. You just need to do, like, your research uh, very thoroughly. Um, in 2018, there was a company that you know very well named uh, Spice VC, and when it wanted to offer its securities to many jurisdictions at the same time, then it went to U.S. lawyers, and then to French lawyers, and then to German lawyers, and then to and there's also law firm that knows like uh, uh, the legislation in many other form, like global law firm, like uh, I don't want to say name, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but 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 it is overcomable, you know. It's not it's not yeah. such an issue. And, and I, you know, I know what's happening behind the scenes with Onera, and I'm sure other groups are thinking about it too. And I know that Symmetria is going to be uh, integrated very directly with Onera. Um, so, you know, I know that from, from now, the way it looks like and the way I sort of see it happening, um, 
I actually saw Ben Horowitz talk about this um, from Andreessen saying, you know, the future of blockchain will not be uh, uh, to, you know, avoid regulation, but the blockchain will enforce regulation. I reached out to him because I said this, this already exists now with what's being built with Onera. Um, the idea is, is that if, if, you know, you want to transfer around the world, you shouldn't have to hire law firms from each place. Your cap table shouldn't be on a spreadsheet. You shouldn't have to go, well, can this Chinese investor participate? Because in my country, I'm only allowed to have a certain number of Chinese investors in my company. All that stuff is, is should be hard, not hard coded, but, but um, accessible by the blockchain so that the blockchain enforces it. And that when I go onto a site, I can even sort only by deals that I'm allowed to participate in. And somebody else who comes to the site based on their country, based on if they're accredited or not, whether, you know, accreditation laws are stupid and, and we could talk about that separately, but uh, whether or not you're allowed to participate, you can see the deals or you can see the deals based on if you're allowed to. And, the, and instead of going, asking your lawyer as an investor, if you can participate and then the startup having to talk to their lawyer to see if you're allowed to invest, the blockchain should be able to, to deal with this stuff for you, right? But that's kind of the whole point of technology and what we were talking many, about. Many of, many of those processes can be automated through uh, smart contracts and blockchain technology. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and so one, one thing, let's, let's jump in. We've got about 10 more minutes. Let me throw this up again. If you are watching live on one of these places or on Twitter or anywhere, go to one of these places. Feel free to comment or ask a question and I'll bring it up and, and bring it to Zeev. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep rocking it. Um, Zeev, now let's jump into Symmetria. Um, tell me uh, more specifically about what Symmetria is doing and what, what you guys are preparing to launch. I know there's some big news next week we can't talk about, but tell me, uh, give me give me some details. What's, what's special about Symmetria here? Yeah, so, um, as you know, uh, Symmetria mission is to uh, have a, a digital securities exchange out of Israel. Um, how we came to uh, starting Symmetria, we basically it basically started not from us, but from from the regulator. Uh, we met with the um, we met with the Israeli regulator, the head of the ISA. Um, and we learned this, uh, th this actually new bill that uh, is going to pass in Israel, which allow for an ATS-style license, uh, which you have in the, in the U.S. for many years. What's, what's uh, an ATS, high level? An, yeah, an ATS is an alternative, uh, alternative trading market um, and uh, basically allow for uh, small exchanges to compete with the main, you know, the state exchange. Um, and but it also allows for many other uh, operational models such as uh, you know liquidity pools and dark pools and um, and and it opens a you know, huge opportunity and 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 I think like the second thing that you know that's come to mind is that Israel is very interesting right now. It's the, it it's gone through many changes. You know, it's not only the regulator now that you know they actually wrote like. Uh, uh, a, a report about uh, DLT and you know blockchain technology and securities and how we can it uh, help the, the the Israeli market. Uh, so so that's amazing. But except for that, you know, you also have like a huge high tech market. You have a like a booming high tech market. What, what happened in the last uh, five years 
is is uh, you know is out of the scope. You know, we have uh, 50 unicorns in Israel right now, worth about uh, uh, 100 billion dollars. They raised about 50 billion dollars together. Um, and and many IPOs that you see right now coming out of Israel, this it affects the whole market. It's not only that layer of you know of unicorns. Yeah. If you go to the layer below, you you see like there's many charging ponies. You call them like it's uh, like uh, companies that have more than uh, than 100 million dollars valuation. So it affects the valuation of the of the whole market, and 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 the. And it's not only because there's a lot of money in the market; it's also because the the environment has changed. The entrepreneurs have changed, and now you have like this, this is like the second and third timers of uh, of entrepreneurs. You know, founders. They founded the first company I, I met yesterday with um, uh, Michael Shaulo from uh, um, Fireblocks. Okay, so this guy. He founded the company. He sold it to Checkmarks. He founded another company. He sold it. Okay, this is his third company. Uh, you know, Fireblocks is gonna go high. You know, and there's many companies like this. the founders are mature. You know, they they've done exit in the past. And I'm, yeah. you know, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that this is a huge opportunity to create a a, a marketplace that facilitates, you know, those transactions, those. The the flow of cash into those uh, amazing company and they also provide a secondary market for uh, entrepreneurs um, and early investors that just want to sell their shares and meet with some cash, you know, before the company M and A and uh, or exit, which is not you know not the case for most of the companies. You know, most of the companies do not IPO. This is like less than one one percent, and M and A is also not that frequent. Um, so. You know, so 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 this is like the opportunity, you know, in the Israeli market to start uh, for additional exchange, and we actually uh, are moving to, uh, you know, to 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 take this opportunity. That, that's exciting. So the idea is is secondary markets, which in the United States are very very inefficient. So, for example, I remember years ago people buying uh, and selling um, shares of Facebook, for example, it through. Uh, I don't remember the exact platforms, but but there was sort of like share secondary code. market. Yeah, yeah. The name was secondary market. Market. I actually yeah. met um, one of the ways I, I met uh, Tim Draper back in the day, or at least his son Adam Draper. Tim introduced me to him was because he was doing something called um, uh, what was it called? There was uh, it was second market, and then there was like um, a, uh, expert financial. I think it was called something like that, and it was a second market uh, competitor. But there there is this. Robust secondary market that's only really available for accredited investors, but like it's all in pieces, places. So people are calling people, going, "Hey, do you have access to definitely uh, this?" That, that, that's it. Yeah. I have those, you know. I have this guy uh, selling me Excel sheets every week. You know, selling me. Do you want to buy like thirty million off? I don't want to say the name of the company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like that. And and you know, there's there, there is a huge opportunity in. Uh, in this market and you know even beyond that you know um so so right now as you said we have this announcement i'm not, I'm not gonna you know touch it right now but um as i said before we're, we've gaining a lot of support from uh the securities authority from the ministry of finance from the bank of israel from all the regulators that are here in israel they want us they want to see us succeed And uh, that backwind would be reflected by certain permits that we will allow to start and operating 
uh, in Israel and facilitating a secondary market, you know, with a with a prospect of you know uh, becoming uh, a tech exchange, tech oriented exchange, an exchange specialized uh, in, in tech, um, and also push uh, ESG investment and green investment, which is something which is uh, very important to us. I, I love it. So um, it's uh, it's it's in my, in my mind, it's like the best thing about DeFi and stuff like that is that you sort of have a liquid market or potentially liquid market for for startups, right? Uh, depending on how how you look at it, where their jurisdiction and if the the tokens actually are ownership or utility or whatever. But but the idea is that there's a liquid startup marketplace, which is so crazy and exciting and this is the sort of uh, next iteration of the securities-based version of that. And I think that it's, it's inevitable because at least in the United States, going public is, is it feels next to impossible. It's so expensive. It's so tough. Um, early employees of companies uh, can, can hold a piece of paper that's, tech, that's potentially worth millions and millions of dollars, but, but they can't live day-to-day -day life because they, they can't take any money off the table. Um, you know, uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's just an interesting and exciting, uh, um, potential there. So I'm, I'm excited that, uh, that Symmetria is doing this and, and I'll update everyone hopefully by next week, uh, at the beginning of this show with the news that Zeb was talking about. Um, before we head off, um, Jesse, uh, asked a really good question here. Um, he said, uh, what do uh, you think of the digital security space or where do you think it, it looks like in, in five years and any trends um, that traditional finance or crypto exchanges should be aware of? So, uh, Ziv, um, what, what do you think? And then I, I have some feelings here, too. But where do you think uh, it looks like in, in five years and what are the trends? So five years in our space is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know, we, we could speak about, you know, one year from now, two years from now, you know, five years we could have flying cars, you know. I, I don't know, like, you know, technology is moving so fast. Uh, but, but, I, but I can tell you like that, you know, from what we are seeing, you know, speaking to Deutsche Bulls, Swiss Exchange, uh, Singapore uh, Exchange, um, sp speaking to you know to to uh, the Nasdaq and and other um, ADSs uh, in, in the states that just was granted the license to start um, trading with digital securities and the fact that now um, stablecoins are becoming widely accepted also by regulators then then in the next few years we would definitely see the the you know emerging market of digital currency and digital securities and interaction of those um of those markets and then this, this you know i i can i can go to it but like there's so many new business models you know that would emerge out of it you know uh you one of the toughest things that you can do in the capital markets is distribution of dividends you know like distribution of dividends sounds simple but it's so complicated you need to go to the you know to, to do the settlements and and there's a set date and you know it, it's distributed uh automatic so it's very very difficult in the digital space this is something you can do with the press of the button you know everybody got a a digital wallet and you know we have digital currency the digital currency is distributed automatically so there's so many new business model the fact you know you know how a, a digital uh, etf would look like 
that would be, you know, a digital ETF is such an amazing, you know, we had a cause with, with you know, with bodies that specialize in, in ETFs that are already working on doing a digital ETF. Um, and, you know, and digital ETF would be automatic. You know, you could interact with me with it automatic. It doesn't have, even have to be linked to a specific market. You know, it could be like a website that you just, you know, you identify uh, yourself and then you, you can buy and sell uh, through the ETF. So, so many new business models that could emerge of this market. Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I I am seeing, so just going down the path of the trends and, and things like that, I see meetings happening between the largest banks in the world and, and these technology providers. And, uh, and I think that, you know, five years, it's hard to say in finance, five years is slow in tech, five years is, is feels like forever. But, you know, I, I really believe that we're not going to be talking about digital securities or security tokens in five or 10 years. It's just going to be securities and, and, and that's it. It's going to be the same thing. And just like, you know, uh, 10 years ago or so when I was signing documents on DocuSign and some lawyers were like, I'm not sure if this is acceptable, you know, uh, which is just ridiculous, right? Um, and it's just gonna it's gonna move that way, and regulators are moving that way, and making you know making clear guidance as to what's what's allowed and what's not. And so I I truly believe that what's gonna happen is that you know it's everything's gonna be digitized, everything's gonna be easier to trade, it's gonna be more efficient, and regulation will have to catch up to it more you know, and we'll see we'll see sort of what happens. But I uh, I truly believe we're gonna be living in a world where we can have a, you know, Tim, Tim Draper is famous for saying uh, he wants to have a fund that's denominated in Bitcoin where the investors invest Bitcoin. He invests the Bitcoin in the startups. When the startups pay their employees, they pay them in Bitcoin. And when there's an exit or a distribution, it automatically goes to everybody's wallet digitally. And whether it's Bitcoin or the dollar or some version of a stable coin like the dollar or Ethereum or whatever, I think that that is the future. And what's crazy is it's not that far away, you know, with uh, with what's being built by, by Onero, with what's being built by Symmetria, by Vertalo's blockchain um, enabled cap tables, you'll be able to do that now, you know? And, and, uh, and so, you know, I'm hoping that maybe, maybe even our fund or our next fund will be digitized. I'll be able to take in uh, Bitcoin or dollars or whatever, I'll be able to distribute the the dividends and the distributions directly without calling Zeev saying, hey, Zeev, we're going to do a distribution. It's going to be $1 million. Can you send me the latest cap table of our investors so I can figure out if anything has changed before I do the distribution and then have the fund administrator write separate checks or wire transfers to every single person and you know, in that in that world, there's like you know five or six or seven people that are going to have to deal with this one by one by one. I have to get the distribution first from the startup who has to do this. Then when I get it, I'm going to have to you know send it send it forward. And and all of these things are just so inefficient and uh, and um, you know they they get in the way of of people working and, and getting shit done and innovating. So um, it's, I think it's going to happen. Ziv, um, give people where they can find you. Any last words? Uh, thanks, uh, you know, um, we get for, for everyone who's commenting live and then I'll do a little, uh, uh, you know, a few plugs. 
so uh you know first of all thank you for uh you know bringing me uh today uh it was really fun uh speaking about the stuff you know i can do you know i can go on all day um i i just want to say alone you you know you and i you know we have the first uh, mover advantage here in this space and um you know it, it's not it's not only it's not uh easy uh all the time you know being the first for some people that uh you know they, they would rather things to be the way they are uh but um but but i think you know that this space has been rewarding for everybody that's uh you know that was the the first moving mover and you know i encourage other people to join um best way to uh, yeah best way to uh keep in touch with me is through uh linkedin go to my linkedin page at, uh, uh ziv kanan uh on uh, linkedin uh and i can also put my email here in the chat uh below and people could uh reach reach out to me um yep and that's that's about it <laughs> Uh, awesome. Th thank you, Ziv. Uh, before we go, I, I didn't create a graphic for this. I forgot to, but we're doing this as a podcast now and uh, it should be everywhere now. So Apple Podcasts and, um, and Stitcher and everywhere else. So if you prefer podcast versions and listening to us instead of seeing our beautiful faces, make sure to subscribe there. Make sure to uh, subscribe to the LA Blockchain YouTube uh, channel and LinkedIn uh, page so that you get notifications for when we go live every uh, every uh, Friday morning. And then remember, uh, go to drapergorenholm.com. Uh, we're an early stage uh, blockchain um, uh, fund and venture studio, and we do tons and tons of events. So on the bottom left, you'll see the next uh, event, big event, Security Token Summit. But our big annual event, LA Blockchain Summit, was just seen by over 40,000 people live. And we uh, you know, more than doubled that probably in the reruns of all the panels and sessions. Um, Global DeFi Summit this year. And then every Tuesday night, Adam hosts Blockchain and Booze, which is uh, so much fun. You meet some of the top people in the space. And uh, some of them get really silly uh, when they drink. But it's also very, very insightful and fun. So. Uh, thank you, Zeev. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, this was, uh, I called it episode one. It's the second episode. We started at episode zero, like, uh, like, like you do in, on the blockchain. And, uh, and uh, thank you. Uh, thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye-bye.